Welcome to Quills and Cliffhangers, the podcast that reviews the best of vintage and modern literature. Quills and Cliffhangers is produced by Steve's Book Decor, your resource for decorative book sets for home, office, and weddings. And now, the host of our program, Jane, our Director of Marketing, with today's show. Hello everyone, this week we're revisiting the manners and customs of the 19th century with another chapter from the 1860 bestseller, The Ladies' Book of Etiquette and Manual of Politeness by Florence Hartley. My takeaway from Miss Hartley's work is twofold, that good manners and common sense are a perfect combination. Also, the art of conversation is about having something to say, and saying it well. While we may think that conversation is a lost art in the 21st century, in reality it is merely adapted to new forms of technology. Much of Miss Hartley's advice is just as useful today in this age of texting and tweeting. And so here is an excerpt compressed for time from the Ladies' Book of Etiquette and Manual of Politeness by Florence Hartley. First upon the list of accomplishments comes the art of conversing well. It is always ready. Circumstances in society will constantly throw you into positions where you can use no other accomplishment. You will not have a musical instrument within reach. Singing would be out of place. Your fancy work at home, on many occasions. And then you can exert your most fascinating as well as useful accomplishment, the art of conversing well. The art of conversation consists in communicating and listening attentively. This accomplishment, beyond all others, promotes the happiness of home, enlivens society, and improves the minds of both speaker and listener. To be able to converse really well, you must read much, treasure in your memory the pearls of what you read. To acquire the power of thus imparting the highest pleasure by conversational powers, attention must be paid to literature. I am supposing the solid foundation of a good education already laid, but by literature I do not mean only that class of it which is taught at school. Reading at the present day is too much confined to light literature. I would not speak against this. The modern novels and the poets of all ages are good reading, but let them be taken in moderation and varied by something more solid. Let them be the dessert to the more substantial dinner of history, travels, and works of a like nature. Independent of the strength and polish given to the mind by a thorough course of reading, there is another reason why a lady should devote some portion of her time to it. She cannot truly enjoy society with this art neglected. The art of imparting our ideas easily and elegantly to others may be improved by ourselves if there are opportunities of mingling in good society with little study. The mind must first be cultivated. 
You must have a quick comprehension, observe passing events, and listen attentively whenever there is an opportunity of acquiring knowledge. A quick tact is necessary, too, in conversation. In conversing with persons of refinement and intelligence, do not endeavor to attract their admiration by pouring forth every item of your own information upon the subject under consideration, but listen as well as talk and follow their lead. Avoid argument. It is not conversation and frequently leads to ill feeling. If you are unfortunately drawn into an argument, keep your temper under perfect control. And if you find your adversary is getting too warm, endeavor to introduce some other topic. Never affect a foolish reserve in a mixed company, keeping aloof from others as if in a state of mental abstraction. If your brain is so full and so busy that you cannot attend to the little civilities, cheerful chit-chat, and light amusements of society, keep out of it. Never read in company. You may open a book to look over the engravings, if you will, but do not attend to the letterpress until you are alone. It is also rude to look over the shoulder of a person who is either reading or writing. Never laugh at your own wit. That is the part of those who hear you. Do not take their duty from them. Never jest upon serious subjects. Avoid scandal. If another person attempts to open a conversation upon scandalous matters, say gravely that it is painful for you to hear of the faults or misfortunes of others where your counsel and assistance can be of no service. Remember that having all the talk sustained by one person is not conversation. Do not engross all the attention yourself by refusing to allow another person an opportunity to speak. And also avoid the other extreme of total silence or answering only in monosyllables. If your companion relates an incident or tells a story, be very careful not to interrupt her by questions. Wait until she has finished her relation, and then ask any questions you may desire. There is nothing more annoying than to be so interrupted. I have heard a story told to an impertinent listener, which ran in this way. I saw a fearful sight. When? I was about to tell you, last Monday on the train. What train? The train from Boston. We were near the bridge. What bridge? I will tell you all about it if you will only let me speak. I was coming from last Monday, did you say? And so on. The story was interrupted at every sentence, and the relator condemned as a most tedious storyteller. When, had he been permitted to go forward, he would have made the incident interesting and short. Never anticipate the point or joke of any anecdote told in your presence. If you have heard the story before, it may be new to others, and the narrator should always be allowed to finish it in his own words. Avoid taking any sentence from the mouth of another person before he has had time to utter it. Avoid exclamations, especially vulgar words. A lady may express as much polite surprise or concern by a few simple, earnest words, or in her manner, as she can by exclaiming, Good gracious, mercy, or dear me. Be careful always to speak in a distinct, clear voice. At the same time, avoid talking too loudly. There is a happy medium between mumbling and screaming. Strive to attain it.
Thanks for tuning in. On behalf of Steve's Book Decor, I look forward to visiting with you again. Until next time, remember to keep your nose in a book and your thoughts in the clouds. The Quills and Cliffhangers podcast is produced by Steve's Book Decor, sellers of fine collectible antique and vintage books. Our store is open 24-7 for your shopping convenience at www.stevesbookdecor.etsy.com.